0: The question is which of the following literary characters has a name? Is it the nurse in Romeo and Juliet, the monster in Frankenstein, the narrator of Moby Dick, or the little prince? Did you get it yet? It's the narrator of Moby Dick, written by Herman Melville and published in 1851. Moby Dick tells the story of Captain Ahab, who has an unhealthy obsession with a large white whale that bit off part of his leg. The story is told by a sailor on the ship who introduces himself in the first line of the book by saying, call me Ishmael. Murray, I remember comedians making jokes about pretending to have read Moby Dick just so people don't make fun of them.
1: Yeah, it is an icon. Tamika. here's another one of those topics some people have devoted their whole lives to, and we're going to cover it in like three minutes.
0: <laughs> okay, let's get going.
1: Well, there's that first line, the most famous in all of American literature, Call Me Ishmael. Right at the top, the author Herman Melville makes the first of many biblical references in Moby Dick. And Ishmael, like his namesake in the Bible, Mm -hmm. is something of an outsider. So he makes for an excellent narrator. So why all the biblical references? Well, they were much more common in the literature of the 19th century. I mean, people knew more about the Bible back then. Mm -hmm. Melville's readers would instantly have caught on to them. And in such a big, complicated novel, they gave people a way in. Mm -hmm. And they can still serve that function for us today. And the book's based on fact, right? Some facts, sure. Melville had been to sea on a whaler, and so he knew his subject and his setting very well. And there had been a white whale, a legend among whaling men, near Mocha Island in the Pacific and nicknamed Mocha Dick. And then there was the Essex. Ooh, what was that? The Essex was a whaling ship that had actually been attacked by a sperm whale in 1820. Many men were killed, and it inspired other works of fiction and nonfiction. Ron Howard directed a movie version of a book about it a few years ago, In the Heart of the Sea. Okay, so what makes Moby Dick great? Ah, it's one of those books, Tamika, that's so vast and so rich that it invites many interpretations. So we all see a lot of ourselves in it. It's brilliantly written, complex, as I said, but wonderfully woven together with great characters and incidents. Hmm. It's a tragedy, of course, but with its humorous parts. And especially toward the end, when they spot the white whale and the chase is on, it's thrilling. As they say... You can't put it down. (laughs) So people should stop
0: pretending and actually read it?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) But there is a sad postscript, Tamika. And what's that? The book was not a success when it first appeared, nor for a long time thereafter. Melville died relatively unappreciated and almost forgotten. Mm. It's only been in the last hundred years or so that his work has been recognized as masterful.
0: Well, I'm sure he won't ever be forgotten again. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that, Murray.
1: You're welcome, Tamika.
0: That's it for now. I'm Tamika Smith,
1: and I'm Murray Horwitz.
0: We're ask QOTD on Twitter and Facebook.
1: Play along with the mobile app. Just search for Question of the Day in the App Store. Wherever you play, come back tomorrow. Learn something new every day.